the Not So Raucous Podcast, presented to you by Robbie Rotter. Bloody ecstatic, mate, I think you could say. So, And on that note, welcome yes. back. It's been, it's been a long time, but welcome back to episode six of the Not So Raucous Podcast. Um, yeah, it's been a while. We just call it just the not so consistent podcast nowadays. Well, howdy, howdy. Um, this week we've got well, our first returning guest actually. Um, we we are both in backed by popular demand. Popular demand, exactly. We're both in s- somewhat similar scenarios at the moment, slightly well different, but all COVID related. We're joined by Callum Fuel. Um, how are you doing, Callum? I'm fine. Well, I, have I don't feel the need to give it an intro because I've done one before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but he's, he's well, this is good. Well, yeah, welcome back, Callum Fuel, who has COVID. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Callum. I'm not too bad now. I've got, I think you'll find I've been infected with 5G. Oh, right. 5G. <laughs> well, hold, hold your horses. We'll save, we'll save that what, for later. I'd rather, I'd rather have that than be injected and have a bloody toaster stick to my arm. You know, letting them magnets inside my body. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Give me COVID every few months and let me live. And then start shape shifting into lizards and whatnot. Oh, if you oh, haven't, if you haven't already. Jokes on you, and I fucking zip a fly out of the, out of the, <laughs> out of the air with my tongue. <laughs> um, yeah, Callum. Callum's got COVID, um, and I don't have COVID, but my work is currently closed because of COVID. So I. Boop, boop. It's quite 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 frustrating because it was on Sunday. I I was on shift and I could see things were people weren't well. So started sending them home, started testing some people. One person got COVID, but you can still legally open because it's not classed as an outbreak. Then by the end of the evening, more people tested positive. So it's classed as an outbreak. So we've got to close. Um, and then I thought actually that's, that's I don't really mind ten days off. We like paid holiday really. It's not too bad. Then the test and trace app kicked in again, and now I've now got to self-isolate for 10 days, which is a fucking piss take. So, well, it's not, I get it, but this is now the fourth time the app has made me self-isolate, and it's now just getting really, it doesn't matter if I delete the app, turn off the exposure, I still seem, they still seem to catch up with me somehow. Um, And so yeah, I'm self-isolating for 10 days, which is... Oh, they're a fucking pain in the ass, especially when um, other people <laughs> sign up there. Those fucking helpful. Oh, well, I'll tell you what is a pain in the ass. It's when someone else decides to sign up Test and Trace under <laughs> my contact number. Yeah, that's also a massive pain in the ass. It raises so many questions just as to how... Because the number must have been saved, like, on the copy bit of your phone for that to happen. I'm just... I'm, I'm it's so weird. So, I'm basically, boggled. our um, good friend Nathan Ambrose, Callum's housemate and co-host, well... He's not, I have no housemates anymore. Oh yeah, you I'm live by you in a, you're in a, a seven bed. I'm alone block. with the wolves. I'm in a, a, it's not seven bed. I'm not in a fucking. No, it's mansion. not that big. It's a big house it's, though. It's it's <coughs> excuse me. It's not big. It's half a house that some <laughs> fucking steezy landlord has been like. Oh, you know what? I'll just I'll turn this into a fucking five bed house. I basically live. Imagine. Um, Imagine if you went to go and buy a caravan 
and what they actually gave you was half a caravan like but i mean like split down the middle and they were like yeah you'll be all right to live in that you can have a single bed on one side you can have sort of like one tap you can have like half a half a fucking bog to piss in <laughs> that's basically what i live in now i can't wait to get out but unfortunately due to miss rona i've had to stay here for a bit longer than i expected i've just been watching people move in down this street all day been eyeballing them just at the, at the window like pour, pouring at it as you're watching people walk past well, and I don't, I, yeah i was washing up earlier and i was intently not you know i was just watching these people and then they sort of locked eye contact with me and i just sort of looked down and scrubbed <laughs> i didn't want to look any more suspicious that probably looked even more suspicious depends how vigorous, vigorously you were scrubbing i think they could clearly tell there was a plate in my hand but um <laughs> problem is uh well viewers uh listeners at home i'm about to tuck into a bit of cheese but i have lost my se- sense of smell so do i know if it has gone off or not it's cheese cheese normally lasts a while so i'm sure you'll be fine well, you but, raise a good point. But why don't you also just look at the use-by date? Well, you all know that use-by dates are fucking bollocks. Well, you yeah. should know that better than anyone. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair. These so Callum's, vegetarians, that's good. Callum's, Callum's tucking in some cheese. I'm drinking a very fitting beverage of a Corona. Um, so, yeah, so we just thought we were sp- speaking yesterday. I said I wanted to record some episodes for podcasts and Callum said, let's jump on. Um, and Let's fucking do it exactly. Let's fucking go. And um, we've got a, quite a topical topic this week. Um, mm. I guess that's what you want from a topic: conspiracy theories. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Cue the X Files music. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. <laughs> um, which you've actually already done a podcast on a while ago. We've done many different um, conspiracies. And- yeah things yeah we did the one about the yorkshire alien um not even a conspiracy it's definitely real um got a few other ones i did that was the one nathan did it was about like the mandela effect which is just oh yeah yeah bullshit like, people who believe that are fucking clowns i say you that, that some... you, you know what that's about isn't it it's when basically everyone thinks that something is different just because everyone said that and then and then everyone believes that's proof for in a parallel dimension, right? Do you not? No, and you don't either. Stop, <laughs> stop playing, boy. Um, but we've both researched a couple of topics, and weirdly enough, we've actually gone down our very own sort of like educational background. I've gone a very history route unintentionally. Callum's gone a very music route. Um, but I say, I'm going to get the first one out because mm. it's I, ad- I actually adore this gentleman for all the wrong reasons. Mr. David Icke. The man, the myth, the legend. I just love him. I think he's I would absolutely... not call him a legend at he all. Is. He used to play for Coventry. He used to be a goalkeeper before he got into the whole conspiracy days. Like, um, Yeah, stick to what you're fucking good at. Keep your <laughs> goals out. Well, he wasn't. I think he got an early injury and then had to stop. Um, That's but... what happens to a lot of people. When they suffer a setback in life, they turn into a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Like me. Um, and I'm not, well, I'm not going to really go down the more sort of, well, I could go very current route of the 5G, COVID-19, but in all fairness, you can't actually find that much information on it because so much of it was censored from YouTube and online. It's actually quite difficult to try to find, unless you go down the Reddit route, but that's not particularly, well, none of it's trustworthy because it's conspiracy theories, but I can't be asked to s- stroll through Reddit for fucking hours trying Just to learn about 5G. Just ask them if it's real and that will tell you. 
It's true. Um, so, but what I'm going to go down is the Archons, the shaped, shape-shifting lizards, because this is fucking just nuts to me. So David Icke actually believes in an interdimensional race of reptilian beings called Archons, uh, which have apparently hijacked Earth to prevent humans from um, achieving their true potential and their highest potential as well. Um, and they're all part of what's called the Babylonian Brotherhood. Um, Wait, do you think they stopped him from being a good goalkeeper? Probably. He's just got yeah. He's just got he's got it out for someone. I imagine cracked, that he could have been I've the next. His like, psyche. He could have been like the next Manuel Neuer, or um, I could have been the next. Oliver I could have. Yeah. Okay, or that's interesting. Lucas Fabianski or something like that. He, you know, he's stopped him from hitting those true. Or he could have been the next Lucas Fabianski, <laughs> the next West Ham number one. Manuel Almunia. Um, oh, beast. <laughs> uh, from from actually pretty much from when we were born, Ike and his acquaintances apparently have seen shapeshifters uh, whose basic forms are humans, but scaly humanoids apparently with reptilian eyes who basically can shift from looking like a human being to looking like a reptile. Um, which I don't know why. It reminds me, I can't remember the name of the program. What was the dinosaur program? Not, it's not Jurassic Park, but it was like um, <laughs> where they used to like hunt down dinosaurs. I can't remember what it was called. It was on like ITV or something like that. It was fucking sick, though. Oh, my God. That show was amazing. Um, you, you don't know what I'm talking about, do you? No, I do. It was on ITV and it had like that Ben... What's his name, guy in it? And they used and to kind they... of like teleport almost into random locations. locations yeah, yeah, and, and, they be, and, and the, there was the one, and it was in, there was one, and it was in the future, but dinosaurs were back, or they were yes. like evil, weird creatures. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but it was a fucking nuts, quite gory season, like series. To be fair, you know oh, what? It's really gonna bug me now. You know what pissed me off? They stopped making it. Yeah, because it was great. That was such a good. Sh- Maybe I am looking at it with the eyes of a what a, a nine or ten year old. Yeah, just going wow, dinosaurs. Because I did think the Star Wars, well, the uh, Phantom Menace was amazing as a child, but until we, we watched it back recently, it was like this is fucking dreadful. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently um, these reptiles normally um, take the roles of like Aryan priests specifically, and basically he's got it out for the royal family as well. Because apparently the reptilian bloodlines include. Now this is quite interesting. All of the American presidents, so not not just all of them, three British presidents, presidents apparently, but prime ministers, Um, but she doesn't specify, which I thought was quite odd, Egyptian pharaohs. Oh, that's what's odd. The Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, and the British House of Windsor. Um, And apparently, as well as being um, shape-shifting lizards, they are also blood-drinking Satan worshippers. Oh. Wait. Now Prince Philip, I can see that one. That 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 basically answers every question we've always right. had of Prince Philip. Okay, yeah. I tell you what I'm quite confused about here. So if they're are they they're extraterrestrial beings, are they? Yeah. But but they believe in Satan. So is that so is he also saying with this that without a doubt that that the, the devil and God exist and so do aliens? Not far off. But that's the weird thing. He doesn't actually really talk about the origin of these species. Mm. He just kind of says they're no there. would know anything. They just exist. Very, very true. Um, but also, this is now what I find nuts. Apparently, the home for all of this, or the hub, is Denver International Airport. 
Oh, I've heard about this. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I, I was looking at this. And I was like, what the actual fuck? So apparently Denver International Airport is the hub for the lizard people, whilst other people also see it as the portal to hell. <laughs> so if you ever want cheap, ch- cheap tickets to America, basically just go to Denver is, is, is the best option for you. That is fucking... Wait. So, yeah, but what is his reasoning for this? I'm so confused. There's you know, not much... What, so, because basically, there's an old, like, early, like late 2000 documentary, and it's about an hour long. I've watched it before. I couldn't be bothered or had the energy to rewatch it. Because it's... As much as it's really interesting, it's a fucking, like, thorough watch. But he used to do, like... Um, I think I was saying this to you yesterday. He used to do, like, um, live shows. Like, he used to would sell out, like, like different, like, O2 academies in the country and would actually just, like just talk about this and people used to be like really into it and really believe everything of it but yeah so apparently our life has been dictated ruined and altered by these lizard shape-shifting organisms you know what all he's essentially done is said he's gone right you know what's bad capitalism you know because there's, there's those rich people at the top and they they ruin everything for everybody else and then he's yeah. gone hmm instead of going instead of saying capitalism i'll say they're a bunch of Aryan reptiles, <laughs> yeah. Rather than just go, because <laughs> that's what the Rockefellers. Uh, who else was it? Um, bit, um, the, the the Rothschilds. The Rothschilds, like some of the people who own like majority of basically the wealth. what he's saying is pre white priests, celebrities, and any sort of royal bloodline are all lizards, effectively. God. So any anyone who's kind of got any significant power is to blame and it, like he said like one really weird like he said one statement which is actually is basically true but i don't really understand how this what the point of it is but apparently this world is controlled by a tiny few people who impose their agenda on billions of people well yeah that's that's <laughs> exactly. just the idea of like that's just corporations and stuff isn't it that's like mcdonald's yeah, exactly. and shit like yeah no shit man yeah. <laughs> it's not been run by reptiles. There's nothing, there's nothing greedy, groundbreaking it's greedy there. people. It's like it's taking you to your yeah, 70s just, to he's realize di- that. He's discovered Karl Marx. <laughs> but I was just like, what, it's taking you to your 70s to fucking realize that. Sees the sees the reptiles of fucking production. I don't know. That's um, that's very interesting. I tell you what, um, didn't he do a uh, didn't he do a podcast? With I this True literally Jordan? this literally I was just thinking of right I, this second. I, yeah, I it's amazing. I don't have you. I haven't watched it fully, but you right have to after this, I mean, I only thing I'll say about David Icke is I'm very sure he had some quite questionable views about about the Second World War. I'm sure that he said something very bad. I can't remember what he it did. Is. He said some stuff about nine eleven as well. Uh, yeah, really, really interesting stuff about nine eleven actually. Um, about how he's upset like, a lot of people. Yeah, but some of the stuff he he does say, you, and that's why like some of the stuff he comes out with is just batshit crazy. But some of it is quite thought provoking because he said something. I can't remember. This is like I watched this probably about two years ago. This podcast, but he because he's wrote many many books basically just on different conspiracy theories. But the nine eleven one was along the lines of like. There used to be like regular air patrols to kind of make sure nothing was entering the, that sort of area limit and whatnot. And that was the one day they didn't do it. Like the mm. one day 9-11 happened with so many different security checks didn't happen. This didn't happen. There was an army at the at the Pentagon and whatnot. And he's like, 
all very coincidental what happens the day that the Twin Towers get blown up, as does the... I think the Pentagon got attacked as well, didn't it? If I remember Yeah, right. no, it did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then it's like, what, and that just didn't... What, supposedly just what they forgot to do on that apparent day? And there was a huge amount of time between the attacks. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, that's a. But there, I, there was that. I absolutely believe there's something fishy going on there. But I think I think there was something. And again, I might be wrong, but I think Bush commented on the fact that two towers got hit before the second tower had even got hit. Mm. It was something along those lines, and it was just like I've been meaning to buy the book. I'm like, now I'm going to buy it. Not right the second. Well, but I'm gonna David Ike. He's got loads of books. Yeah, I, I've been meaning to buy at least one of them to read because he is such an interesting. That's what I mean. He's fucking nuts, but some of the stuff is is really interesting to think about. As long as you just take it with a pinch of salt and don't kind of read his work as gospel, then you're fine, really. Yeah, I mean, you've just got to take it with a pinch of salt because the stuff he was saying about 5G and COVID is just absolute bollocks. Mm-hmm. It's very true. Anyway, what's your yeah. what's your first conspiracy theory you've got to bring to the table? So, you know the band The Beatles? don't suppose you've ever heard of a thing called a humanoid reptile, have you? No, I'm only <laughs> messing. Um, sorry, let me get this cracker done. Oh, good, good, goodness. Excuse me. Oh, You're probably bland. not writing no. the... You're not eating the right thing for someone with like a fucked up sinus and coronavirus right now eating crackers. No, they're quite uncomfortable um, to <laughs> eat, but I'm just going to force them, shovel them down... <laughs> Um, so my uh first one is oh, three quite good ones. Um, they're all involving death, oh, nice, but in okay. different ways. So, the the first one is so I'm um, obviously you're aware of the Beatles, aren't you? One yeah. of the one of the most famous, well, they are the most famous boy band that's ever existed, and they're definitely one of the most famous mm-hmm. rock bands that's ever existed, yeah. And Obviously, they were like the first band ever, really, to like have a huge effect in a completely different like area of the world. In like when they went over to the America, and it's like mm-hmm. Britain broke America and all that kind of stuff. And then there was a load of stuff about some some stuff they said in America, which didn't go down so well with the old kind of conservative crowd there. Um, but fast forward to 1966, okay, and apparently. The Beatles have had an argument, and Paul McCartney, the lovely... Ba- You're aware of all the members, aren't you? Yeah. So Paul and John obviously wrote everything together. They were, or they wrote the majority of things, and they were seen as the two sort of like, you know, they were the, the, the more important ones. They're all important, yeah. but apparently they'd had an argument after a rehearsal at Beatles HQ. John, uh, sorry, Paul... <laughs> Paul got into his car and he'd raced off and he'd decapitated himself in his car on like a sign right and he died what yeah this is this is the theory the theory is then that the head of mi5 at the time got in touch with the beatles and said you cannot let this be known because if people find out particularly the way where the beatles were where they were so popular that it would cause mass hysteria and unrest in the country and they any they uh, according to the theory, they believe that suicide would go up hugely in the country if they found out Paul McCartney had died. He was that important. So apparently, they went about getting a lookalike 
to fill in for Paul McCartney. And that was apparently this Scottish man, uh, something, I can't remember, his, his surname is something Shears, right? And they got him in, they gave him some minor plastic surgery, and then they essentially trained him to sing and oh, play a bass this is guitar. fucking mental. Right? Yeah, what? they 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 got him to learn taught him to sing and um sing and play bass guitar and some other instruments. And they were assisted by the fact that the Beatles were actually had just retired from touring. So they were only releasing studio albums and they obviously used to change their image a lot as well with albums. Mm-hmm. So they were going into Sgt. Pepper's um which is like probably the say them well it's one of their most famous albums yeah and um yeah they were going into that and they were like this is the perfect place for a fresh start and this is how we can get on with it and that is where it goes up to and at first off it start there was back then there was a Beatles magazine and it started off as a very small paragraph in the magazine and it kind of got dismissed anyway then it became a bit of a thing in America because you know they love this shit then it settled down again um, for a while. And then in 69, I think it said, I was watching about this earlier. Um, in 1969, uh, there was like a, a big like radio network in America. And they basically said some stuff about it. They said like, if you listen to some songs backwards, there's some like um, some messages in there about you know about the death of it and you know there's this there's this well, thing that's just, people, that's fucking ridiculous. with records where you play records backwards and you can hear weird messages in them it's quite freaky actually like so because you can hear stuff in there yeah but that, this this sounds very similar to like the whole like avril lavigne sort of thing to a degree this right this paved the way for avril lavigne to potentially <laughs> have a clone because so that then, was that whole conspiracy theory about how she just fed up with music, didn't want any more, so they just found like a lookalike to kind of take her place and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, very strange, but but also how like okay, but even okay, the whole thing of him getting into an argument, driving out of his car, and having his head out the window and then getting decapitated. No, it was like he'd gone underneath. It's like he'd like gone underneath something, and the whole roof had been taken off. Like right, because have you ever watched her Reddit? That's apparently it. Yes, I have. It's right. a horrible. The way horrible the, the way I was picturing that was like when the little girl was having a nut Wait, allergy in the driving. back of the car. <laughs> this is literally how I was picturing it. And I was that like, is a terrible how scene. does one manage that? Especially when it's your head out the car and perfectly sane, maybe intoxicated, I don't know, but surely you would see the fucking sign coming towards you. So I was thinking, how on earth do you manage to decapitate yourself like that? Well, that was your big takeaway. So carry <laughs> carry on though. Anyway, this becomes this starts spreading like fucking wildfire, and then they they release Abbey Road, like probably their most famous album. Yeah. And um, this guy for his like uh, for I think it's like university paper wrote up this thing, and it was basically analysing the artwork across the. He basically analysed like a lot of stuff on the Abbey Road cover, which seemed strange, like the way that Paul was dressed was like for a funeral. Mm-hmm. He wasn't wearing any shoes, which is how most people are buried, etc, etc. Then he started going back through all the old um, artwork and stuff like that. And there's there is a lot of very weird things in there that like you, you just think, well, why? Why is there? Why is there things like that? There's a. A photo uh, it's on the Sergeant Pepper's thing. They're all dressed up as kind of like a parade band. 
and on one of the photos, uh, Paul has, or the Paul lookalike, I think we should say, has a uh, a thing on his arm, which is based, I can't remember exactly what it says, but it's the equivalent to like dead on arrival, mm-hmm. like on his arm, on like a patch, which is a bit strange. Then there's another one where they're all dressed up in like white tuxedos and the other three Beatles have got a red rose and he's got a black rose in his top pocket. Then there's another one which there's just there's loads of stuff to do yeah. like the way there's like on the front cover there's someone holding a hand above his head which is meant to be like a a symbol for death in a lot of areas of the world so there's like they, it's kind of been whether or not it's an accident it fed a lot of the uh, the fire towards it and then That's it began to catch on back in the UK yeah it's honestly when you look at the reasons that people have associated with it you do think oh it's a bit it's a bit weird like you yeah know, it's a bit strange and then you can there's like weird messages back in there um so that yeah the guy's name is billy shears who apparently replaced him and then if you play some songs backwards there's bits where it's like billy shears stuff like that then there's another one where it's like paul is dead Paul is dead. Like it's like when it's played backwards. It's weird things like that. It's it is kind of freaky. Odd. It is very odd. Anyway, continue to this. Paul, Paul. By the time that this is this is caught on in the UK, Paul is just trying to have a lovely, quiet time with his family in his cottage farm in the middle of Scotland or wherever it was. And uh, this girl from I think it was like I can't remember what it was like People Magazine something like that. They um came came onto his farmland to try and find him and ask him about it and he got really fucked off and was basically like get out and then they, they basically caught him like doing a load of kind of like um you know he took a load of photos of him not being very nice basically and then he said look come here don't publish them i'll give you an interview instead and then the, he ended up becoming like being on the cover for the next issue of the magazine with this interview thing and that kind of just got rid of everything like that was just like confirming that all of it was kind of bullshit and everything like that and then it kind of just disappeared again okay but yeah for a little while people that's really... exactly yeah that would piss you off imagine like just chilling at home with your family and then people come up going you're not who you are you're someone else you're a phony just it's like, a bizarre oh, no, fuck off i'm just though. having tea with my tea with my missus you know fuck off it's so weird but it's like i guess if that happened i think back then as well it's easier for these things to spread because as in for these things to be have a slight ounce of credibility because yeah people aren't constantly online and on you know social oh, media yeah. and imagine imagine and if they, like the beatles were around like nowadays and that sort of like imagine like yeah, reddit someone would just be like, forum pages would be going fucking nuts right now yeah yeah but then at the same time there'd be an element of it which is just going no he's definitely not dead because because for some weird reason, I know exactly where he was at 4 a.m. that yeah. day. Do you know what I mean? Like, Well, interestingly, my, my second theory has similar undertones to yours, actually. <laughs> um, it's about Queen Elizabeth I. Oh it was, in fact, yeah. a male. Not a Oh, female. I thought you were going to say a vampire. No, no, no. Well, ah, well, yeah, hold your horses. So Bram Stoker, who is uh, the guy who created this theory, is uh, the author for Dracula. <laughs> right? Is he? <laughs> yeah. So basically, he was investigating May Day traditions, which is a yearly tradition in Oxford, which if you ask 90% of people who go out for May Day in Oxford, they won't have a fucking clue what it is. Because May Day in Oxford is not basically a lot, quite a few of the pubs stay open for 24 hours. 
So it's just like a relentless piss up, which just doesn't that's stop. That's mental. Um, that, well, that's how I fell on my face the first time was that night out. Um, so what you do... Should have said you, mayday, you, mayday. You, you, mayday, mayday. So you go out, you get pissed, and then about six o'clock in the morning, you head over to what's called Maudling Bridge, and you listen to this boys' choir at like six o'clock in the morning. That and you, everyone, horrific. And you've got half the people there who are like, families have woken up early just to see this, and then the other half of the people on the bridge are just absolutely fucking smashed. Just there, like, not really understanding why they're there, and just a pissed off. A pissed or probably coked up off their heads. And... Then the choir finishes and everyone goes back to the pub. But then there's also these people who do like Morris dancing. Now he was investigating this and he's coined this theory that around 1543 to 1544, uh, young Elizabeth was sent to a town called Bisley, which is uh, quite close to the Mm. And um, apparently she was sent there to avoid the plague because Henry VIII was quite concerned about her health and being around in, obviously, uh, was it central London? Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah? yeah, yeah, central London. Um, about you know, get catching the plague. So sent them to a remote town. Now, when Henry went to go visit, he discovered he well, basically, the time when he was going to visit, he discovered that young Lizzie had fallen ill and died. That Henry wasn't aware of this, but it's rumored that young Lizzie died of illness, which would have been very similar to his other son, King Edward, who also died. So. To avoid the brunt of Big Henry, the governess of the of the town hid the body and originally sought for a female lookalike. So went across the village and was trying to find a young ginger young girl who looked like, who resembled uh, Queen Elizabeth. Couldn't find one. But then I remembered the prince's friend who looked had similar resemblances to the queen. Well, the well, the the potential or that's soon to be queen, I guess. And Basically, dress the young boy up to resemble Queen. But I need to stop saying Queen because she wasn't the Queen at that point. Young Lizzie is what we call her. The king. The deception worked and Henry VIII did notice that his actual daughter was dead and that there was an imposter, I guess. And um, instead, and because it works, they continued it and the truth was buried in the town of the Cotswolds. So apparently this young, poor, innocent boy who looked like little Lizzie then went on to be Queen Elizabeth I, as we know today. And what's quite interesting about this is uh, this would actually make sense about Queen Elizabeth I being infertile. Right? Because <laughs> yeah. it's a fucking... It's a, it's a male. And also why quite a few of um, the Queen's partners confirmed that they never actually had sex. And it also confirms why... Why Queen Elizabeth I was permanently watched by different compatriots, whether that would be different peasants or different her her maids or servants, she was permanently being watched, which, would, which would also make sense. Why would she be per? Why would like why? Would, because that- then, because ima- well, because imagine like you can well you can make someone up to look like a woman with makeup, corset, corsets, uh, heels, whatnot, wigs or whatever. But, you know, if they're going to sleep and whatnot, you don't want someone to come in and rumble rumble the, the plan that it's actually Queen Elizabeth as a male. So if someone's permanently watching this situation, no one will ever know. Mm. And actually, Thomas Keeble, who also is the founder of Keeble College, so a very esteemed uh, gentleman in the, I guess, the 1600s, he found the true body of little Lizzie, apparently, and reburied her and formed the known tradition of May Day today. 
That is a weird tradition now that <laughs> you have context for it. That's fucking bizarre. I, I don't know. know if I like that. I feel quite uncomfortable. But it's also quite weird that, like, the word somehow trickles down to Thomas Keeble and his first, first thought process is, let's go dig up the body. <laughs> like, it's a bit See, odd. Now, would they know where that grave is? Well, no, because that's the thing. Because so, the, the point of it is, was the, the secret was buried with the village. So unless well, that story, well. well, unless that story was passed down from generation to gen- generation, etc., then I guess no one would really know unless they just dig up the entire city looking for this dead orphan's body. I am just fascinated. I know. I was baffled when I read that because I've never heard that in my life, and I was like, yeah, "Wow, where did you find it?" Oh, I can't remember. I just tried Tim crazy conspiracy theories, and it's that's one of the ones that came up. A lot of them that crazy, they were quite mainstream ones, but that one actually stood up and I was like, what the fuck? So that was Queen uh, Elizabeth I? Yeah, the ginger one. <laughs> well, no, because obviously you've got... You've got... The, the grey one we have now. Well, no, well, in comparison to Mary, Queen of Scots. She was a fucking creepy-looking woman anyway. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I don't like her. I don't like her one bit. <laughs> I know. Weird, weird, weird theory, though. Yeah, fuck it, I buy it. Mm. I thought there was a thing that... It's, there was like another... I said, some of it would make sense. The fact she was infertile, the fact that many of her um, partners um, never had sex with her as well, or him, would also make sense. I wasn't there a thing about one of the queens or something like that, or one of the, the princesses being like a lesbian or something? Like This was like... Hundreds of years ago, though. Um, I can't recall it, but I'm I'm sure, probably. Can't remember now. Can't remember. Anyway, what's what's your what's your second theory then? I'm feeling quite creeped out by that last one. To be honest, I know, I know. Not the that... idea of someone. Not the idea of, of a man dressing up as a woman. That's not what's creeping me out. A transgender Just... queen is what freaks you out. <laughs> Wow. Yas Queen. Yas Queen. <laughs> what creeps me out is just Queen Elizabeth the First. That's what creeps oh, me out. Oh, she's a creepy she's a creepy woman. Mate, she's what? so she's so pale and ginger. Yes. Yes. But like mm. really like sort of like gaunt looking as well. Ghouly. She looks like a ghoul. But this is the thing, but that's another another possible like point is that's paintings were going off. Now the paintings could have been adapted to make Queen Elizabeth look more feminine than what she well, actually looked like. Well, they definitely would. They'd have always been like probably like the, the stuff of King Henry VIII. Probably massively flattered him. Like the man was probably fucking like I think he's way heavier than like any painting would ever sort of. Oh yeah. Based on a painting, I mean, I'm pretty sure the man was like pretty much unable to move. Well, yeah, but he was a, a, incredibly ruthless as well, and that's why the same with the governess. She was worried that if Henry VIII came back to the village and found out his daughter had died, at, basically at her hands, then she was going to be de- she was going to be executed. Yeah, because he was incredibly ruthless. So, God, well, bloody hell! Um, right, we'll get on to my next one. Yeah, and this is this is the. Can I have another sip of water. Wash down, wash down those crackers. Wash down those crumbs. My theory is uh, not on my theory personally, but um, think of think of some of the famous musicians 
who've died in the past few years. Can you name any? Can you name any famous ones who've died? It's in the last 10 years. Prince. Prince. David Bowie. Michael Jackson, perhaps. Yeah. This one focuses much more around like the Michael Jackson camp. And this is a theory that it was about a long time ago, like when he first died, and it sort of circulated a bit more, you know, in the past few years. But it's a theory, which is that um, music companies, particularly like the the massive ones uh, who have, you know, like large stakes in artist catalogues, have uh, musicians killed um, when they fear that they'll sell their catalogue somewhere else, or that they will hand over the control of their music to more of their family, for example, in order to make sure that they retain control of the music and what it's worth for the rest of time. Okay. So this is something that is kind of been, the theory has been boosted a bit as well, because obviously when someone dies, they are far more popular yeah. than than they will have been in that time. I mean, Michael Jackson, for example, or Prince, were obviously still absolutely huge. But as with all these things, I'm, I'm pretty sure their sales w- went up by like hundreds and hundreds of percent yeah. in like, physical things. And it, for the streaming numbers, it would have been... Well, it wouldn't have been similar with streaming because Michael Jackson had died when streaming still wasn't really a thing. But the amount of money that they'll have made from that, would have, I think it was billions, billions and billions. And then... They obviously start throwing out the unreleased music they never cre- you know they never released when they were alive so that gets loads more fucking money then they did a movie for michael jackson yeah that 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 i always find a bit odd i'm not gonna lie when yeah. they when they when they do that like don't get me wrong if it was like a music that they were working on when they died i i do get it but when it's like i don't know just traveling up music from fucking years ago and then releasing it. I don't know I, do, I find that quite odd because in my head it's like well there's a reason it's not been published so don't publish it yeah it's fucking crap <laughs> um, yeah I don't I don't know sort of how much validation you can give to this theory like I said it's just a very spitball it's like one of these things it's just kind of classic like you know they don't want them giving away their kind of prized asset thing so the better thing to do is just kill them kind of thing and I mean I think it works particularly with more troubled characters because obviously Michael Jackson had the whole, uh, well, it's not even a conspiracy theory, the whole very valid theory that he was a paedophile and um, a bit of a freak in oh. general. Well, um, well, I guess one way of looking at it is Kesha got off very fucking lucky then, didn't she, really? What do you mean? Did you remember the whole thing with Kesha? Not being able no. to release music for years because I think there was like her boyfriend slash like person who was like in charge of all of her music production has like hundred yeah. percent has like hundred percent rights to like all her music. Yeah, so that's why you've not heard Kesha in a while. Yeah, that's fucking weird as well. This, mm. Well, that's kind of with Britney Spears weird. as well at the moment. Yeah, going on with it's the lawsuit weird. against her family. Stop bitching because your family could always just chop you off any minute now. So. You're not your family, the record label. This is mm. that's what I mean. It's like, and then there was the whole thing, obviously, with Michael Jackson as well, which was very weird about his death. Is he was on like a fucking serious cocktail of uh, medical drugs, like, yeah. it, like, and I'm um, the doctor who prescribed him was, he was giving him like double, triple doses or some shit of this stuff to like, 
I don't, I can't remember what it was that it was, but basically when they, uh, you know, did the the um, the analysis after he died, um, it showed that he, yeah, the levels of it in his blood were just so fucking high, and that doctor has actually gone to jail, hasn't he? I think he went, uh, he got charged with manslaughter. I think it wasn't murder, but then it's one of those things, isn't it, where then people start going. Oh well, you know the record label, maybe or like the publishers, maybe they paid him, paid him a nice fee, and they were like, you know, fine. This is the thing with the music industry. It's it, there's so many dodgy elements to shit like that, though. You do have to be really careful with. It it is just business, though. In general, yeah, that's the, that's like, the thing. That's the thing is, it's like you're hearing about, you know, all kinds of. There's always some kind of bizarre theory behind. Yeah, a lot of these but it's very things, easy to like, sit there and just look at the numbers and go like, yeah, sounds good, sign dotted line whatnot and then not actually realize yourself what you've really signed yourself up for yeah definitely mate it's um and i think that's why they did make the contracts incredibly long as well because let's be honest no one's to actually sit down and read a fucking 60 page document or whatever like because that's fucking effort <laughs> and even if you read the full 60 pages you could probably get a miss out about five of them which are probably the bits which is your tiny life down so yeah but yeah, do you think there's any credibility to the theory, which is basically that you know certain record labels have people killed off so they can make more money and keep the rights to their music? I don't there's, think so. There's no proof. I think in it's it. a very because they can just buy it. This is the thing because it's happened recently. If a record label wants to buy a whole artist catalog, they yeah. can just pay them. Like I think Bob Dylan sold it for like. A couple of hundred million dollars. Yeah, uh, at the same recently. point. Like, it's like they sure. didn't. They could have. If, it, it's a lot cheaper to bump someone off and get away with it than to spend half a bit, half a billion dollars. But it's obviously just uh, bump someone off. <laughs> you know, bump. Just give them a P forty five. You know, just go do it old fashioned way. That's, We're that, retiring you, Bob. Exactly. Now, yeah. to my last one, a little bit different. Have you ever heard of Amelia Earhart? Yes. Oh, um, have you? Um, uh, yeah, of course I have. Fa- I'm fascinated by that. Who is she? She's, uh, well, she's not the first woman pilot. She's one of the first women pilots, and she was the first to try and make it across the Pacific. Oh, you do actually know she is. Oh, shit. And then um, she crashed. Or did she? Well. Well, yeah, sh- she, she, gonna... she, did, she did crash. Um this isn't well i think it's more so it's a weird theory because it's not actually a theory of how she died but kind of sort of she crashed basically as Caleb said she was the first female aviator pilot to fly solo across the atlantic ocean very very well respected women woman even and she disappeared over the pacific ocean in 1937 but the wreckage was never found now the theory is is that the plane landed in what is called now, excuse my pronunciation, but Niku Maruru, right? Which is basically, I think that's very a very good pronunciation. That is, that was excellent. Niku Maruru, <laughs> um, which is formerly the not Cayman but Kemins or Gardner Islands, which is a remote island. Um, the plane was never landed, and her and her co-pilot Fred Noonan died, but apparently she survived. Oh, yeah. But we don't know how long for. In 1940, so three years later, uh, the British formed a colony on the island and a gentleman called Gerald Gallagher, who became the colonial administrator for the island. 
who became the father of Oasis. Father of Oasis. He found a human skeleton. But, whilst a normal human skeleton has 206 bones, this one was missing 13 bones. Ooh, wonder why. Coconut crabs. <laughs> yeah. Bloody coconut oh, yeah, crabs. got eaten alive by crabs. <laughs> Basically, it's rumoured that the coconut crabs saw a meat special on the menu and they consumed her body and dragged her bones into their burrows, is what was rumoured to happen to poor Amelia Earhart. Now, do you think she was eaten alive, or do you think she's starved? Well, now, don't when you, when are we talk about crabs, this isn't Finally some having a conversation. This, this isn't some little like I don't know terrapin sort of like crab you can put in your little fish tank. These coconut crabs are fucking huge. They're oh, actually really? Google it right now, Callum. They are actually terrifying. <laughs> like it's the sort of shit you'd expect to see in like I don't know like um, Godzilla or something like that. They are absolutely terrifying. Like, I would shit myself if I saw one of those coming towards me. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. They are... I don't know what they're eating over there. Well, apparently, Amelia Earhart. But other than that, my God, they are huge. Um, they, Mate, are, they are fucking ugly, aren't they? I know, they are awful what? looking. So, the weird thing is, apparently they're actually scared of humans. But they are still known to attack on occasion. And even despite... Well, I say... They're huge enough as it is, but they can also carry six times its weight. So, they're big boys, basically. Um, so, yeah, the theory is that she was either killed or eaten alive by these coconut crabs, and they've taken their bones into their burrows. Um, there was one other theory that they were captured by the Japanese and executed, but there's there's not real much information on that at all. Yeah, um, I heard that one before. But, yeah, coconut crabs... That would be terrifying. Imagine like landing on an island. You're probably slightly injured. You've got a little bit, a little bit of a migraine, something like that. And then they see these fucking crabs tearing towards you. Like, would they be tearing? Do you think, or would it be? Because, uh, like I said, I think they'd. You could probably sort of. She'd have probably had, you know, a knife or something with her, wouldn't she? Or, you know, maybe a, a a pair of boots. Like you could probably kick a pair away, of boots. Couldn't you? Yeah, you know, like a proper pet, because you'd have been, you know, there'd have been some like heavy duty gear, wouldn't it? When you're when you're piloting a plane, yeah, but if they crashed, like, yeah, I don't well, imagine, I don't them. imagine it was like a smooth runway sort of landing. It might have been cooked meat for the crabs. Cooked meat, but yeah, that's it's it's it's, it's an interesting theory. Coconut crabs devouring Amelia Earhart. Well, what's the other theory? What's the normal theory that she just died? Well, no, the, the, it's she just disappeared basically. That's it. It's disappeared. They never found anything. Sort of like mm. it's almost it's almost sounding quite like Bermuda Triangle esque to a degree, because um, mm. they never found the wreckage to the plane, which I find quite odd. Like I would have thought by now there must have been some form of expedition where they'd at least try and find yeah the wreckage or something like that. But no, um, I don't know if just people just don't really care anymore for it. Um, I, don't I know. just think it's yeah, but the ocean is so vast, and with the tides, true, and with the decomposition of stuff, you know, it will just rust away, won't it? Very true, but yeah, and then nowadays, the island of Nikumaro is now abandoned. Ooh, the crabs! You know what's bizarre, though? The crabs have seized control. 
They oh, went bizarre. they went full on Brexit means Brexit. This is our fucking land. Get those get we those, ate one of you. We'll eat a few more. Get, get those skinned foreigners off our land. This is crab territory. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm totally with them. Yeah. Who can blame him? Who can blame him? No, that is very disturbing. Mm. I've I have heard that one before. I've, I always get really interested by these, and I think like Bermuda Triangle, you can do a whole fuck. You can talk about that for hours, but I think the fucking reality is that like it's just a really like a really bad pocket of weather, and <laughs> and and it is shitty trained pilots. Probably it's like people who like I'm not being funny, but like the people like pilots in that part of the world as well. Who knows? Probably had a few too many, I don't know, lagers the day before, pina coladas, have a little bit of a hangover, then they're yeah. flying, f- flying on the job next day. Bermuda you know. Triangle, where people disappear by mm. Barry Manilow. Mm-hmm. It's that thing, um, God, where is it? Um, about, yeah, there was, Oh, actually, there's so, there's so many really good documentaries about the Bermuda Triangle. There's one on BBC. I don't know if it still exists, but it's about it's about a squadron of six uh, U.S. Air Force um, planes that went out to do a training mission around the Bermuda Triangle, and every single one disappeared, which is very weird. Yeah, but they, you know got to the science of it and they said that it was very likely is that it was in incredibly severe weather interfered with their compasses and their radio and that they literally probably were driving around in a fucking circle for hours and they probably just ran out of essentially ran out of fuel yeah and were too far away from land so thing, i've like, tried looking into it. it just seems very sciencey it's just like Especially like reading wise, because I was gonna I read a little bit into it, uh, and I was like, I actually just can't be asked for this shit. And then they found, but they did find where the planes were as well. But they did, yeah. Because I think it's, it's of, I feel 50, like I 50 it. boats and 20 planes in total have gone missing over the Bermuda Triangle now, something like that. Uh, way more than that, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like fucking, it, it's it's loads. But then they found actually, it makes more sense if it's called the Bermuda Square. <laughs> I was gonna say, why <laughs> they? But, but but then why don't they just go around it? Well, I think it's one of those, yeah, but it's just one of those things, isn't it? It's one, like, probably the majority of people just think it's bullshit because it's like the chances of it actually. I watched one thing once and the guy was like, yeah, it must be like a a, 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 a tunnel to a different reality because I travelled I traveled from one end to the other in like an hour and it would normally take four hours. And I was just like, Maybe you just weren't fucking paying attention or you were going very fast. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're, like, br- you're breaking the, the, the Bermuda's speed limits. <laughs> what? I said he, they, they, he was breaking the Bermuda speed limits. Yeah, the fucking the alien cops come down and they're like, hold up, boy. <laughs> Det- detained him. They've got like a speed gun up there. They're actually, you know, like the people, you know, like when a fucking cop is. Bring your like ass a, back here, a, boy, or breaking the speed gun. It's, like it's got a speed gun by the side of the road and they're just like zapping people. It's like, there's just some aliens, but instead of like invading Earth, they're just like popping out of the side of the spaceship and just like 
scanning planes going past and making sure they're not like <laughs> causing too much noise disturbance and going too quick. Maybe that's what happened to Amelia. Maybe she broke the speed limit as well, so they shipped her off to the they fed her to the crabs. Yeah, silly I'll bitch. You, told you one, this is a floating hole zone. One <laughs> Death thing. is punishable by crabs. <laughs> that's an, a really is an awful way to go. I never believed the the they got captured by um, the Japanese. Uh, theory because I was like, why on earth would they just execute them? Well, that would have been documented as well. There would have been um, like some form of prison documents or something along those lines. Plus, maybe Japanese they weren't thought involved she was a spy, in the, but the Japanese weren't involved with the war by that point either. So it would have been pretty bloody suspicious, though. Well, yeah, of course. Lady but... in a big red plane just crashes. Yeah, but then if you then just going to randomly start killing English, English American. American, American pilots, then you're immediately just declaring yourself at war with them, so which they didn't want to do to the start of bombing them. So we all know well, that one turned that's out. A good point. Well, that was a very dark comment. <laughs> oh, there is someone moving stuff into the house down the road, and I'll shit you not, they've been back and forth to the same car for about an hour, and in, I think instead of sort of carrying. Um, like a thing in each hand they've been sort of very slowly bringing like small things in for an hour so I've just seen him go with like a towel rack um, in one hand um, yeah they've been doing it for an hour seems too long considering it's just one car's worth of stuff very mm-hmm. suspicious Ooh. so have you, have you got any more theories or yes yeah boy, you want to hit, 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 hit us with one more so this is like the penultimate one. Again, it's about death. I feel most of them are about death, though, aren't they? Um, so this nice, one... Nice and chirpy. Well, they, the most popular band in the 90s in America. Very angry. I ain't got no fucking idea. They did that song, and it's like... Bow, 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 The thing is... Because... I know very little when it comes to bands. So if I guess, I feel like I'm going to get absolutely ripped to shreds here. No, do it. Because there's only, there's only one, like, when you're talking like big American bands, there's only one which really springs to mind for me. Yes. Rolling Stones. Oh, no, English. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I've got no fucking idea. Who is it? <laughs> right. I said the 90s for a start, not the fucking But 60s. I told you, I don't know anything about bands. I've got no what, idea. You... Right. Right, okay. I'm just... I'm not going to try and play red, this game. Red, red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't know. No. Who are we, talk, who are we talking not about? Not far off. <laughs> right, Nirvana. Nirvana. Oh, right. no, actually, that was going to be... I thought that was more current. What do you mean, more current? <laughs> that was going to be my second guess, and I thought, no, not Nirvana. Oh, but you thought you'd go with Rolling Stones. <laughs> okay. A lot of panic, so, all right? This, Look, I'm, know, just, I'm just going to edit it out. <laughs> it's like I said, Nirvana. You, you, cannot, you cannot edit that out. I know the truth. There's a conspiracy theory that Robbie's concealing the truth about his lack of knowledge. Um, so this theory goes around the death and certainly the circumstances of the death of Kurt Cobain. Right. Um uh, it, it's hard one because obviously this is quite short to get into it properly but the the way that he was um, you know officially marked as being dead is by suicide um, more directly 
he's said to have um, shot himself in the head with uh, with like a I think it was like a 12 pump action shotgun or something like that. Jesus. Right. And then he's left a suicide note there. Everything else. And um, I think most, that's what most people, if you just ask someone, oh, how did Kurt Cobain die? I think most, uh, majority of people know it's suicide. Mm-hmm. Or they'd say that anyway. <laughs> but there are plenty of very zany and wacky theories out there. And this one is around the fact that he didn't in fact kill himself, but he was actually killed. And there's different, there's two sort of theories as to who did it or what, or sort of like who wanted him dead. Um, One for me being more realistic than the other one. Um, So the first one is that uh, obviously with Nirvana at the time, huge band, very controversial, especially with like, conservative America you know they had songs like Rape Me that was a song they had they had songs which were talking about basically fucking taking drugs smoking incest loads of fucking everything you can think of they had a song about and um, there's a there was a, a theory which was that the FBI wanted him dead because he was seen as being like a bit of a been a bit of a troublemaker. Was a bit, bit of a radicalist, no? Yeah, yeah, totally was. Like he, st- he like was also someone who was just, like adamant about gay rights, transgender rights. He fucking hated racism. He was very, very anti a lot of things in, in America were actually very accepted, and yeah. he was still in a lot of America still are very accepted. So he was like, a controversial figure, and yeah, it was a it was a theory that they wanted him dead because he was a bit too much of like a troublemaker, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, they assassinated him. I don't personally believe that because there's there's was plenty of musicians in the nineties who were perhaps not Probably as large, but were also um in what yeah, worse in quotation in their eyes. Yeah. Um I was looking at um some some more into it though and the other theory around it is that Courtney Love who was Kurt Cobain's wife um, was the one who either had him killed or killed him most likely had him killed um, and the thing is about Courtney Love is and you just sort of have to read about her to understand but she doesn't seem like a very nice person she never really has um in the 90s, they were kind of like this couple and they were like these kind of like the original damaged, you know, like kind of like thing like, oh, I'm damaged. They were kind of like, uh, that. Right, yeah, yeah. they were like very self-destructive people. People like that piss me off. They very much like, I think, had this like, kind of like they were kind of cool, but they were like clearly very like fucking broken people. And yeah, they did end up having a child together. Kurt Cobain had had an overdose um, in Rome, I believe, in, I think it was 90, I'm going to say it was it was 91 or 93, and he yeah. pulled through it, got into a little coma, whatever, come out of it. But there was things circulating about the fact that, like, the band didn't get on with Courtney Love, they didn't really like her, 
I think there was stuff going around about him like not being very happy about it. The guy clearly was did have his issues. Like there's no doubt about the fact the guy was very depressed and had, yeah. and was a drug user, etc. But where it kind of falls down is to do with um, yeah the fact that she was a nasty person. And then there's basically she hired a private detective to find out what happened to him. And the private detective came back and said that he thought that he uh, that she had killed him or had someone kill him. Sure. Um, there's a load of, of facts that go. But that's not it. what she was fucking it. expecting to be, was it? No, no, I don't think so. I think she probably wanted someone to, you know, perhaps just say something simple. But one of the things was that um, the amount of heroin that was in his body when he was this is after he was dead was so much that it would have virtually been impossible to raise yeah. a hand, let alone to have enough strength to hold up a shotgun and reach down far enough to fire it. I don't know, though, because when it comes to stuff like heroin, that's very subjective to the individual. The tolerance like, of the person. That is yeah, true. Like, that. When I think about the Nate Diaz brothers, <laughs> now that's very different, but like UFC, very, very famous UFC fighters, like they get tested quite frequently. And then, like, doctors turned around and said, like, I, they, they have smoked enough cannabis where they shouldn't be conscious, let alone going into a fucking an octagon and fighting people. Like, so I think when it comes to stuff like heroin or cannabis, it is very much, like, just yeah, but down cannabis, to someone's... Yeah, but they're that's... just drugs in total, to be fair. Yeah, but cannabis is, is very different, different to what is essentially unfiltered morphine. Yeah, true. Like you're talking about something that's injected to you, and the common thing is with heroin is it numbs you out and you essentially pass out. Mm-hmm. Like that's what the drug does to you. It's not a drug where you take it in your. But was he taking person. was he taking any other drugs in conjunction with that though, or not that were found in him? I don't believe. Yeah. So the guy was. Uh, what they're saying here is it's very unlikely. Then the second element of it is the fact that where the shotgun shell landed means that it would have basically been physically impossible from the angle which he'd have shot himself from for him to have done it himself, which I think is very interesting. And I believe it was literally like, obviously it can ricochet around, but it's it's apparently anyway physically impossible for it to have been there if he, if he killed himself where he lay. Then the third thing um, that was quite interesting is that the handwriting on his death note are different in different parts of it so the there's just a general letter Mm -hmm. which has been written by him and then underneath it is a bit in different handwriting or it looks certainly looks it looks different in different handwriting again that that could that could be heroin starting to kick in or he could have maybe started the writer started writing the letter on a different day and then came back to it and then continued it that's a great point but th- th- that's completely relevant as well. I'm not, I'm, I don't have really have that much of an opinion on this. Like, but there's some things that are very weird there. Then a man came forward and it was proven this, that uh, this guy came forward and said that he'd been paid or he'd had the offer by Courtney Love to kill Kurt Cobain. Fuck. This was quite briefly before his death. And any proof of that though? Or? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there was? Yeah, the guy was a fucking psychopath as well. Like the guy she wanted, he was in another band, and he's actually been jailed since then for sure. something unrelated. But like, that's that's uh, well, apparently anyway, that is true. 
Um, and yeah, surely, do, she, surely she went. Surely she went to prison for that, no? That's fucking. Oh, nuts. I think. Oh, yeah, but I think it went down to. Oh, it's his word against her. Uh, his word against hers. Um, yeah, I guess so. But surely the, he... thing, the thing they've said basically is the police investigation. What would normally happen in America? Apparently, I don't really understand this, but apparently, that's America. None they, of it makes sense. They'd need around, uh, I think it said like three to four weeks to draw a proper conclusion on the death. So if they think someone's committed suicide, they don't say it and they don't announce it or even confirm that that's what's happened until they've got, you know, until they've spoken to the family members, the relatives, mm. like you actually would in most places. Yeah. They want to make sure they've got the facts here. Whereas when Kurt Cobain died, after two hours, they said it was suicide and they pretty much just left the case there. They didn't properly investigate it. So I think the thing is that a lot of people are saying, like, just in fucking investigate the case properly. Yeah. But I think that's where a lot of this stuff's come from, where people have gone, like, it's so weird. It was just sort of swept under the carpet. He's dead. Sorry, everyone. Get on with everything else. Now, the other thing is, basically, when he died, every single, uh, all of the rights to Nirvana, well, all of his shares to the music went to Courtney Love. And I think a widespread theory is that she was worried that he was going to divorce her and she was basically uh, right. money left, etc. She was in a successful band, but like nowhere near as successful as Nirvana, different mm -hmm. level. Um, so yeah, that's just kind of like, that's the main sort of stay of the theory. And to be honest with you, she's a fucking horrible person. Sure. And, uh, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. It's a fucking really, really weird thing. Really okay. strange. Fuck. And um, yeah, I don't know. I said I don't know where I'd stand about it. I don't know what I think of it. But there's, it's one of those things where people who are really into it, like, are very, very adamant, very adamant, and they've and they've got a lot of facts which you could say back it up as well. Hmm. It's quite interesting. Yeah, it sounds like it's, it's, it sounds like it's one of those theories which could go either way. To be fair. Hmm. Fuck. Well, on that note, she's very weird. I mean, just recently she's been done because she made up a load of shit about um, a musician and said that he used to like um, do child trafficking and was like an abuser and stuff like that. And then everyone went, "Where's your proof?" And then she just went, "I don't have any." And deleted it. So she's like a bit of a psychopath. To be honest with you, yeah. <laughs> right, and uh, we're back. And before we jump into Instagram, food review. Everyone's least favorite segment of this podcast is back with a vengeance. Um, I've tried someone new on delivery. Um, Giggling Squid. Firstly, great fucking name. I love it. I do find it slightly. I like the idea of a. I like the idea of a squid giggling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sounds mm -hmm. sounds cute. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine what. Yeah. And be like. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think of that? Gave it a try. It's actually uh, now is based in my old workplace, which is quite weird. Uh, but I gave it a try. Um, I gave it a try twice now, actually. And the food is very good. It's Thai food. It's uh, basically like authentic street food in a restaurant. And it's very good. I had a, well, it's obviously not his actual name, but the name they word it online is the new spicy and tasty chicken. Now it was spicy and it was tasty, so it did live up to the name. Fantastic. Was it was what? it was it dry chicken? No, no, it's a, it was a stir fried chicken breast. Well, this is its description, with um, galangal, 
lemongrass, lime. I'm not sure why I said it in that accent. Galanga, Jesse Nelson, um, lemongrass, lime, lime leaves, garlic, and crachai, which is brackets like ginger. Um, and it was very fucking good, actually. It was really good. And a Thai green curry as well. Portion sizes are banging. Would 10 out of 10. Always is with Thai recommend. food. Rare would to recommend. find a Thai place that does crap portions. It was good. Coconut rice as well. Um, speaking of rice, I have recently bought myself a rice cooker as well. It has changed my life. Genuinely, it is absolutely yeah. fucking amazing. I've got a little mini one. Because I've like. i wanted one for a while, but they seem so big and clunky. This one's it's a little diddy one. Um, it's perfect. I love it. Literally, cup full of rice, cup full of water, press start. 20 minutes later, you've got some perfect rice. What more do you want? It is like we took the piss out of our housemate Harry a bit when he got one last year, but I still fucking used it every it's single time. It's honestly like, a game changer. Like, there's no today, more... I was cooking rice. I cannot cook rice on a hob to save my It's a faff. Life. It is a faff. Like, it's always, it's always like, wrong. have I got the, the, the water quantity right? Have I... Because you've got to, obviously, you've got to bring it to the boil, then you've got to let it off, then you worry about the pan over overflowing as well. Trust me, get a rice cooker, right? Go on Amazon. I bought mine. Lakeland one, 30 quid. Didn't spend a lot of money. Fucking decent. Would highly recommend. Um, but anyway, we'll move over to Instagram now. Um... Weirdly um, enough, put up. Hang on. What are you going to review? What, with, your, with your lack of taste buds, and whilst you're munching on some really dry crackers, you want to give us a little, a little, little food review, do you? Go yeah, on. well, actually, I had a rather delicious niblet the other day. Niblet. Hmm. I had. Um, I went to Bundabust. You went to um, where? Bundabust. It's a. It's a. It's a bit like Bundobust. Bundabust. And Mm, and that sounds uh, that sounds scrumptious. Bunda or bust, and <laughs> the um, it's an Indian uh, styled street food restaurant. There's one in Leeds. There's one in Manchester, and I think there's one in Glasgow. Cannot remember. Maybe Liverpool somewhere. Anyway, I've been to the one in Manchester a few times. Uh, often go there with my sister. It's all vegan and vegetarian food but obviously a lot of indian cuisine is based without meat anyway mm-hmm. so it's quite interesting to see what you do with it and i yeah i uh, like elite vegetarian cuisine um it's really really fucking nice um i went there on my birthday uh, yes went on my birthday um with a special lady and we got the what, your sister uh, no God no! Oh right, I thought we just set up. I've been there with my sister, and then when a special lady, I was like, "Sorry." Oh, in, yeah, in Manchester, I've been with my sister, not in Leeds. Oh no, right, no. It's like no, right, okay. the Leeds one is absolutely—it's really cool, very nice. We've been listening to too much they Kurt Cobain, loads, apparently. They do loads of fantastic. <laughs> they do loads of fantastic beers there as well and drinks. So I had a, so we got like a platter to share. Um. And then I had a, God, what was I even ate? There's so much food there. I had this kind of like corn-based, one of the dishes was this kind of like corn-based dish. Um, another one was like, it was basically an, an Indian version of mushy mushy peas. <laughs> it was really okay. nice. Um, another one of them was just like a traditional chickpea curry with some chapatis, which was lovely. Um, 
Oh, that's what I tried. I tried a roti for the first time the other day. Oh, yeah? Really good. Sweet. Not sweeter than I thought. I'll rate them, though. Mm. It's cool stuff. Mm. And then the last thing on the menu that was there, uh, it was almost a bit like a kind of... It it was uh, the pastry from kind of like a samosa, like samosa pastry. But then it was sort of like mixed. It was like a cold thing with like kind of like yogurt and it had some sort of like chili in there as well it was it was interesting it wasn't all to my taste but in general when you go there they do lots of nice stuff oh we got okra fries ever heard of okra yeah i can't imagine that in a what like bat like okra fritter almost yeah yeah um, can't imagine what they, they like. weren't they weren't for me they i think the aftertaste just reminded me of fart but <laughs> I, so I would say avoid them, but get get everything else because everything else I've had there is really lovely, and they okay. do amazing beers. I had a banana beer for my first one, which is it sounded doesn't sound very nice, but the the first taste of it was kind of like a foam banana you'd have as a child. Okay, and it was a really nice smooth drink to have, especially with like kind of hot food. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I had there's a brewery called Daya Brewery. Oh, I fucking love. I think they're really cool. Uh, and they had a beer in there as well, which I wanted to try. Just like a really nice hazy pale ale. So mm-hmm. I had a, had a two thirds, had a schooner oh, right. of that um, and thoroughly enjoyed it. So that's what I'd, I'd say. If you're in Leeds, Manchester or wherever the other one is, go and have Get a little try. A it. little bundabati and you'd be sorted. A bundabust. <laughs> um, now, moving over to Instagram put up what is your favorite conspiracy theories we've got a few uh more than ever so actually thank you very much people i no longer have to slew people i have got some responses thank you so much um people obviously have really missed the podcast um we've got (laughs) one from olivia oh my fucking god olivia who olivia melling oh okay hi Uh, hi um oh my fucking god that jeffrey epstein is still alive interesting one and that wayfair uses their furniture dimensions to traffic kids dark stuff i know now this i've not heard of oh i have but i have done some research and it's fucking nuts so for those who don't know wayfair is like an online really weird actually this what i'm sat on right now my breakfast bar is from wayfair um i would not recommend purchasing anything from it it's a shit website um especially now right open up drawer because exactly well this is the thing so apparently wafer their high price storage cabinets were all listed with girls names which actually um no, basically they're normally the names of girls or women who have apparently been abducted or have gone missing um and apparently uh, these high price storage cabinets uh, they actually have children hidden in them as part of a supposed child trafficking ring um, and they also have personal pillows costing up to $10,000, which also are apparently involved with child trafficking. Now, obviously, Wayfair have significantly um, refuted these claims, uh, saying that this is apparently just a glitch within their website. Um, but that, yeah, real interesting one. Um, Jeffrey Epstein as well. Not Harvey Epstein, as I called him in my last episode of the podcast. <laughs> um, who There's claims apparently that he is still alive in new mexico and quote unquote was caught saying that he has plans to seed the human race with his dna by impregnating women well well women at his vast 
New Mexico Ranch. Quite fucked up. Um, and quite weird. Um, L. Lynn Wood, who was a Trump supporter lawyer within his 2020 campaign, also supported and uh, supported the claim that Epstein is still alive. Yeah, well, they're a bunch of fucking lunatics. Despite the fact that he so. supposedly committed suicide, but then there's also another theory in that that it was actually homicide instead. So basically, yeah, no, I thoroughly believe he was. I thoroughly believe he. No, I think it's very plausible he killed himself or he was killed. But there's yes, no fucking it way could go either way. Roaming about, but either way, as long as he's dead, that's the main thing, really. In all fairness, not in in the I say the nicest way. There's nothing nice about it. Oh no, he's a I've... fucked up human being, and he doesn't no, deserve but to be if alive. He was alive. Simply... We could at least find out. Hopefully, find out what the yeah. rest of it was. Um, we've then got one from Caesar or Stanislava. Um, COVID-19 with a smiley face. Um, Callum, I'll let you respond to this one. COVID-19, conspiracy theory. It's real. And Caesar, I expect better from you. We've just had three members of our staff come down with COVID. So it's obviously not a hoax. It's evidently real. Uh, but I see yourself isolating very well as you've got your hair cut today. Looks lovely. Not the fucking point, though. Hmm. That sounds like a sackable offence. I'll be in touch. Uh, then we've got... Our good old friend, Jazeera Jackson. Hello, Miss Jackson. Oh. I am for real. He I says, Jazeera. He says, the earth is round. Right, uh, we're getting back into the territory where it's bullshit. We started off with some strong <laughs> ones, and now we're getting slowly lower. Can you bring it back up? <laughs> the, the earth is round. Yeah. Yeah, not the yeah. earth is flat. The earth is round. Um, for those who don't know, I'm sure you will know, there's uh, the, the whole flat earther trend. I think it was about two years ago now, basically, claiming that the earth looks and feels flat and therefore it is flat. NASA is lying to us and gravity is an illusion. Um, get fucked. Uh, the, the earth is round. Come on now. Um, then we've got uh, one from B who says chemtrails and Bermuda Triangle theories. Do you know about chemtrails? Yeah. Now, this is interesting. So, chemtrails is basically... Some of that the, is real as well. It is, yeah. But it's basically, the, for those who don't know, it's the condensation of chemicals, which basically um, exudes from flying aircrafts, which apparently is a plot from the government as they contain harmful substances, which include solar radiation management, weather modification, psychological manipulation, human population control, and respiratory illnesses. What's your thoughts? There was no. Well, I think a lot of that is nonsense. But there was uh, there was one in the UK that was done, and they fully acknowledged like the RAF or the government now, like years later, that um, what they were doing was potentially harmful, and they just did it anyway. Like the chemtrails that were going over at the time. Yeah. But a lot of it is absolutely yeah. It's just silly, isn't it? Yeah, like, it don't get wrong. It's harmful chemicals, but I don't think it's like planned or implanted harmful chemicals it's just a chemical it's no it's probably no more harmful than uh than the chemicals you're breathing in by walking to work yeah you know basically um and then we have dylan patel fucking prick who said yes again not only did you come in and contribute to a shit episode, now you're now contributing shit to another episode you're not even meant to be involved in. So thank you, Dylan. 
Um, but we have actually got some from Mr. Sama Manzur. Oh, who yeah. said, all right, here we go. A few that I've heard recently, which are kind of jokes. Number one, Prince Charles is a vampire. <laughs> Number right. two, Frozen was created as a distraction from Walt Disney using chirogenics to live forever. <laughs> why would why is Frozen in particular? <laughs> oh, That's why. I've got no fucking. I idea. wish we could have a phone in bit where I wish I wish yeah I wish we could have had a phone in today. <laughs> that would be that would be great. Wait, should we, should we try and call him? See if he picks it up. Oh please, yeah. Well, I don't know. He's probably trying to fucking make him big, big him, Wolf of Wall Street him... business. Yeah, well, we all know that's what his real game is. Right. He's probably Let's looking. <laughs> See, I see if he picks up. It's ten o'clock. He must be done with work by now. Probably getting fucked by Emma. Hello. Oh, hello, Sava Manzo. You are live on the Not So Rockers podcast. How are you today? <laughs> I'm, I'm alright, mate. How are you? Oh, very well. Um, me and Callum had a quick question regarding. What of your what of your um responses? Oh yeah. Go on. So Frozen was created as a distraction from Walt Disney using chirogenics to live forever. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Right, is this what? right are you, where are you? Where, why is there a siren? Have you been arrested? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's London, mate, that's why there's sirens constantly. So is this is this a theory that you <laughs> believe in, Summer? Or necessarily one I believe in, but I can see I can see why it is believable, if you know what I mean. Why? <laughs> well, well basically what what the reason was apparently behind Frozen being created was because Walt Disney was into cryogenics and stuff. Um and then basically everyone started having these theories about him doing it and because everyone was getting close to the truth, they made this movie called Frozen. Because then every time somebody typed in on Google Walt Disney Frozen, it would just come up with the movie. So they almost like hacked Google's algorithm um, so that nobody could ever find out the truth. Um, I wouldn't personally say I'd believe it, but you know that's that's why some people believe it. It's just it's just one that I quite like. To that sounds like pure and utter waffle. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, you know what? That's probably something you'd say because. You don't really believe in conspiracy theories, I don't think. Do you? I'm not sure if you do, but... So that was Summer Manzoor, so thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, <laughs> um, you know what I thought was interesting there? Is that the reason was in case someone puts in Walt Disney Frozen, <laughs> not just Walt Disney Cryogenics. <laughs> uh, so that's the first and last time we have a, a special guest like that. Um, that fucking awful. Apparently he's got some more legitimate ones as well. <laughs> Um, which, he, which apparently he also believes in. Nine Eleven was an inside job. Brackets. Right. Basic bitch. Yeah, that's super basic. Didn't realise I messaged David Icke, but okay. Um, and JFK was assassinated, assassinated, sorry, by the government or some assassinated uh, by the government or some associated organisation. Yes, definitely. Do you think? Do you believe that? Yes. Or do because I just think I just never really fully understood the motive behind uh, Lee Harvey Oswald just killing him. Well, I think and they did a actual. Say, unless 
because they, you know, the thing they went with is he was a communist. But I don't, there's, it's like, it, there's never been enough behind that to prove it. And also, I don't know, it just doesn't, it doesn't really add up to me. It never really has. Well, I remember watching a documentary of this back in, back in school. And it was, I think they got another army sort of veteran of some sort. Um, sorry, breaking news. Sama has COVID. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't laugh. What do you mean? He just said, if I sounded dead, I apologize, by the way, I have COVID. Right, well, well, we'll, we'll get back to that. Um, I'm sorry, Sam, that's horrible. Yeah, I feel quite bad, Delph. Just hanging up on the poor boy, <laughs> making him explain something. <laughs> I feel bad for saying that his girlfriend was, you know. However, he did say, however, being live on the podcast made my day. So there we are. Um, Hooray. I, see, I hope he's not being made to work through this. He definitely is, but I hope he's not. He probably is. Um, Lee Harvey Oswald, yes, because I remember watching a thing back in school days where basically they got another sort of army veteran of some sort to do the exact sort of route that he was supposedly having to take from taking the shot, save he hit it first time, well, hit it, hit, hit JFK first time to then getting out of the building. And they got about 10 to 15 different army vets to do it, and no one could do it. He was the only one who could get out of that building, well, the cut the parking lot in that specific time yeah and all the others couldn't even couldn't even get close to the time yeah because now obviously you've got the whole grassy knoll conspiracy um it's clearly is where he's shot from yeah there's many there's many there's many uh i think i think think effectively the one which we're told i don't think is the truthful one uh because obviously jfk also was a very um controversial figure as well yeah in terms of wanting to back out of the vietnam war also being a supporter for um african-american rights as well didn't like him also being a bit of a floozy you know he was having loads of affairs yeah so uh classic this is what i mean when they when they don't like being a shape-shifting lizard as well according to david ike this is well that's actually very interesting because you literally see him get shot and there's no shape-shifting going on there Mm. the man's brain does come out onto the floor or he kept his secret to the core probably that was it actually let's just leave it but that's it for instagram and i guess that's it for the podcast so yeah thank you callum even through covid and i guess sammo even through covid Thank Make you. an appearance on the podcast, you two, the COVID you, two tr- you two troopers. Um, yeah, and thank you everyone for listening. I, um, as we speak, I have another few episodes lined up, so uploads will be a little bit more consistent for at least two weeks. Is the idea? We'll have to wait and see. Um, but thank you very much for listening. Thanks, Callum, again for coming on. I say get well soon. I will see you next weekend, which I'm very much looking forward to. Oh yes. Uh, we're now one more person down, so I think it's just going to be maybe three or four of us, but we'll still have a cracking time. Yeah, I'll probably be better without Summer anyway. Yeah, fuck you, Summer. <laughs> if only, I was about to say, if only, if only it was Dylan, but that sounds quite harsh, actually. Um, why, why would I have to uh, say that? <laughs> not Dylan. On, on, on that note.
Thank you for listening. Ciao. Ciao, Bella.